cnsradio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk for this Wednesday. Monty is out today, and uh, Tim packing in for him. Dick Palmer hopefully is on his way. He will join me in a bit, but we'll chat until that time. 893-1450 is the uh, number if you'd like to give us a call, text, or whatever that might be. Uh, Middle Tennessee basketball teams take on the Florida teams this week. Uh, Thursday night, uh, ladies will be home against FIU while the the Blue Raiders, first place in the Eastern Division, will try to hold court on on the road uh, against FIU. And then Saturday, the the opponent will be FAU, Florida Atlantic. Uh, Middle uh, men lost, uh, won both games here early in the season. The first two games of the season that they played uh, had their first – at, at home, so uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. I mentioned Monday how surprised anybody would be that at this time of the year that both the women's team and the men's team would have the same number of losses in the conference, and that being three. Uh, Middle Tennessee women, by the way, have lost five games, two of those in overtime, and if you take all five games losses, it adds up to ten points. So five more points on the season. They Think about what that'd be. I mean, you know, if you're undefeated – now that's a big if. You're undefeated. You you know you're ranked nationally. They're that far away. Now you got to also look at the games that they won by one or two points. They they won one Sunday by one point. So it, it's kind of gone that direction. I know this when I see when I've seen them at home, they've been highly impressive. But uh, Rhodes a different animal, a different beast. Major League Baseball still squandering. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report. I was told today by someone that's in Florida that the catchers for the Atlanta Braves were out at the stadium in the parking lot throwing baseballs. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I, I kind of doubt it. But they can't do it legally because uh, right now they're, they're uh, locked out, owners and uh, players. It, it's really a tough thing. It, it, it is about money. It, it's about power. I don't know if it's greed or not is the right word. I hear that thrown around a lot. But the owners have got a lot of money. And, it's, and it, we, we've seen the same thing strike college sports, certainly for sure. But uh, the owners have a lot of money. They're, they're, hopefully they get it worked out. Baseball has had a two or three hiccups in the last 25 years that have hurt the game a lot. Uh, it's a game that, uh, you know, it's a national pastime for me but in my generation, but that's no longer the case. Football has clearly taken over that space, and I think baseball is going to hurt themselves if they don't get things squared away here fairly quickly and get the season going because uh, – Last year, it was a good season, certainly around this part of the world. The Atlanta Braves uh, play here on WGNS Radio and uh, ended up with the World Series win. So uh, we'll have to see how all that rolls out uh, there. Uh, there's some changes we'll talk about after the break. Rick Stockstall uh, has hired uh, Shane Tucker. That name should be familiar. A really, really good player here. I guess he graduated, what, five, six years ago? I guess he's out of Memphis. He's been hired, and there's some shakeups along the way. As we know, the uh, Brent Deerman, the offensive coordinator, left uh, about six weeks ago, uh, and so the offensive coordinators have been named uh, on staff, and uh, we'll kind of go through that a little bit uh, after that. 893-1450 is our number. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, high school basketball, uh, whatever is on your mind on All Sports Talk. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. Not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too and get rid of a lot of that sun damage. 
Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. Maybe you've got dark spots, acne, rosacea, even wrinkles. We can now treat McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850. 0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This is a really busy time of the year here at WGNS. It will get busier as state tournament time comes around and softball and baseball begin to play and Brian and the gang will start broadcasting those games on top of basketball games, the district, the region, the semi-state, sub-state I should say and, and state finals. Hopefully we'll have teams there. Uh, but uh, right now the district tournaments are taking place and let's get to the uh, the brackets and what's going to be on the radio. Not not to mention um, MTSU baseball starts. Oh yeah, this well, uh, as, as well, yeah, basketball, basketball, baseball, basketball, baseball. As a matter of fact, girl. it stacks up about three or four <laughs> t- times. And I know fans sometimes get frustrated trying to figure out. Well, I want to listen to the high school game, but the college game's on. Right. Or I want to listen to the college game and the high school game's on. Uh, just keep in mind WGNS.com online. You can find most all the other stuff if you don't find it. Now again. There are folks out there that say, "Wait a minute, I don't know what I'm doing with that." But uh, anyway, let's let's see what the on-air schedule is for the next uh, few days. All right. So first, we'll look at finals from last night in girls basketball. Riverdale beat Siegel forty-one to forty. Antioch beat or Smyrna beat Antioch. Excuse me, thirty-nine thirty-seven. Moore County beat Eagleville Girls forty-eight twenty-nine. MTCS beat Columbia Academy 74-46, and PCA beat DCA 71-28. That's in girls. And guys will be playing tonight, I would think. Uh, no, there was two guys games last night. Okay. Riverdale beat Rockvale 71-50, and Antioch lost to Smyrna 66-62. And so if I got this right, Smyrna... Swept both games there. That was a five versus four, so they're both going to be into the region. Good for them. Right. So um, next games are Friday, Saturday. So in the girls, Blackman will play Riverdale. The one that's the one four game. Mm-hmm. Oakland will play Rockvale at seven thirty. That should be a, that, that one that, right there. Should be a really good one. Th- that one looks to be probably the best game of the night. Yeah, I think so. Um, that one will be at 7.30 right here on WGNS or time. Time is a fluid subject <laughs> this time of the year. And in the boys... Uh, You're trying to say that you may be a minute or two right. after that getting to the game you, because you, of conflicts. You might be a minute or two behind. So, so- so and that's okay. If you listen to the end of a game and you're waiting for the next game, just hang in there. Just it'll, hang it'll, on. It'll happen. It'll, it'll, it'll come to you. And then... Oddly enough, the Saturday games, uh, the 1-4 game is the same matchup. Blackman-Riverdale at 6 o'clock 
right here on WGNS. And then Oakland and Siegel will follow that one at 7.30. It's funny how that kind of works. I mentioned that Smyrna and Antioch played the 4-5 game in District 8. Both those games. Smyrna won both of those. We didn't hear the name Laverne. There's only five schools in District 8. So it means Laverne finished third there in the girls. I think they finished third in the guys. I'm not positive of that. I have District 8 4A girls and boys brackets. Well, go ahead with that because uh, what, what we do know is Cane Ridge on the boys' side in particular is is super strong. And on the girls' side, Stewart's Creek looks like they are, are, are going to be the – they are the number one team and, right. and likely to win that tournament. Yeah, I don't have records with this one, but Stewart's Creek will play Smyrna. Um, that one is Friday at 7 o'clock. That'd be girls, right? Yes, that is girls. And then Cane Ridge will play with Laverne Friday at 4 o'clock. And in the boys, they, I like how they staggered this out. They did boy-girl, boy-girl, or girl-boy-girl-boy between the two days as to district. Remind me to talk about that if you go through the brackets. <laughs> if I, I, maybe I can remember that far. And then... In the boys' brackets, Cane Ridge will play Smyrna. That's the 1-4 game on Friday at 8.30. And Stewart's Creek will play Laverne Friday at 5.30. Someone called Monday or, or asked the question Monday, why is it that this happens or that happens in the district, but the district does it this way, and why don't they all get things together and finish things up? And the answer is this. TWSAA gives the, the regions – the, the day we have to have region finished by X number, whatever that day happens to be. The district will back up, and they need to, the region will, the two teams in the region, all the teams in the region, I should say, will, okay, with this one we're going to play the region tournament. We need the district tournament. But the district tournament is determined by the district themselves. They can play at 3.30 in the morning if they want to. I uh, doubt that would happen. Not, not that's going to happen, <laughs> but if they want to play satellite games, for right. example, as opposed to going to the uh, neutral site, they can do that. All the way through, they can play the first round in neutral. I mean, satellite games, bring it on in. They can play on Wednesday night. They can play on Thursday night. They can play four games, whatever. The, the district gets to decide how that works. In the region, the same way, just as long as they have completed their their play by whatever that date happens to be, so that they can be then ready to go with the uh, sub-state games that will be taking place subsequently after that. So that's why you're going to see differences between the way districts do their things and, and otherwise. I think we've got a caller on the line, so let's go to that. Welcome in. How's it going, Tim? Well, it's all right, Jeff. What's up with you? I, I just I just want to say I watched the uh, PCA girls last night. They really played really well, and uh, you know they've got a good program over there, don't they? Yeah, they do. Terry James does an excellent job. They do over there too. They do a bang up job with <clears throat> stuff they do. If you I don't know, Tim, if you may have have you seen their new facility out there? I've not been in it. No. Boy, it's I mean it's beautiful. That thing is beautiful. I mean, it's going to the classroom in too, but the new gymnasium they built, I mean, it's beautiful. It's probably double, it's probably double the size, I guess, what they had before. It's really nice. You know, they've come a long way. I remember very well Carl Buckner calling me when I was at Oakland, uh, and, and Mr. Buckner was my principal when I was coaching at Laverne way back in the late 80s. And he called me one day, and he was the headmaster or principal, whatever they call it, at Providence Christian Academy. And it was in its uh, very infancy, especially at the uh, upper school level. And they needed to borrow a, uh, a chalk liner for his play day they you know they had very little equipment at all and and in the 20 years let's see has that been there yeah about about 20 years they've come a long long way with that program and not and not just the uh athletics but the school itself and uh yeah 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 well i was gonna say the pca boys are playing tonight their, their region um the girls played last night the first round of the region and the boys are playing tonight they're playing at a, at a good basketball in nashville so they play i don't know who the other teams play but i know they uh they play like the guy was saying. The Bill Tennessee Christian won last night too. Um, they, they'll play. They play at Franklin Road Academy. The rest of their uh, term the FRA and and uh, uh, the P, uh, PCA, the Providence Christian plays Nashville Christian. I think I think it's Friday. I think it's at seven o'clock. And I don't know if you got right. And then I know the the Christian school, Bill Tennessee Christian, is playing Webb, which are defending state champions. The two single A there, so uh, and everything like that. So those two teams will be playing Friday night. Like I said, PCA boys, uh, if they win tonight, then they'll play Friday over at the FRA, you know, on Friday. It's Friday. I don't know what time. But like you mentioned, the district, everything I was going to say, is the other district 
of opposite us. But they're, they're playing, they're doing four games Friday and four games Saturday. Yeah. So they'll be, by Saturday, they'll be finished. Which, which I wouldn't mind this you do down here doing it, but it don't really make 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 any difference. They, they, like you said, they do it any way they want to. They can play whenever they want to. They don't even have to have a tournament at all. They just the top four teams can play. And, That's you right. Know, you know, I know some of these four team districts. I know Kobe K. They play in one, and uh, and uh, the coaches were telling me that they obviously knew about this team, but they uh, for the district schedule that they played everybody three times in district. And, and, and counted towards their records. Yeah, 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 they played. Wow. It was Warren County and Shamble and Franklin County and Darby County. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, when you've only got that many teams, I guess that makes sense, maybe makes some sense. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, they played everybody three times during the season. Wow. Which means you can play as many as six. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I guess you want to, yeah, you want to, I guess, but I guess they agreed up to it or something. But that's how they did their, you know, uh, a regular season, and you know, and uh, things like that. But like you said, the boys tournament's going to be interesting. I, um, I'm going to be over Friday and Saturday to watch it. It's going to be really interesting to uh, to uh, watch. And uh, but like I said, they got the long winning streak, so the people's going to be out to watch that and uh, everything. But uh, a lot of a lot of real good uh, talent. People want to watch some watch some good uh, good basketball over the next you know a few weeks or so. Like you say, it's really going to be some good. Thank you very much. And we commented with Jeff Jordan on Monday uh, how we wide open we thought the district tournament was in District 7 for boys from 1 through 5. Uh, a fairly good dose of balance right there. So, uh, yeah, some very competitive games to be sure uh, that would be the case. Uh, so that's where we're headed. As we mentioned, uh, uh, we're running up on a break here fairly soon with Chip Walters in the Blue Raider Insider Report. He, he probably will comment on this, so I'll kind of let him go down that road. Uh, there is a squabble still. Well, it's worse than a squabble. I think Conference USA and, and three of the teams that are leaving to go to the Sunbelt Conference are uh, at an impasse, to, so to speak. Uh, conference bylaws say that they have to give 14-month notice leaving which means uh, that I think that notice came in September or something like that uh, I'm not sure but it certainly hadn't been 14 months for to be, till August of next year and the, the, those three schools say they're leaving uh, and conference USA says no you're not leaving so the conference schedule my understanding is has come out with those teams in place and uh, there may be a court battle that has to take place to make that happen and I'll be interested to see how that works because I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on television or anything like that, but it, it strikes me as being pretty, pretty solid. That's the conference bylaws that everybody chose to write. Why would they not uh, think that that's what they have to do? I have no idea. And by the way, Conference USA also is losing six teams to the, uh, the American Conference, I should say. Those six teams have made no effort at all to leave early. They're going to play Conference USA next year, as uh, the bylaws say they would. Uh, so in, in Oklahoma and Texas, I understand it, you know, keep playing in the, their conference until stated. So we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, I'd love to get into a back room someplace and listen to some of the conversations that take place. Let's take a break. Chip Walters will come up next with the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving fairly decent on 24 coming in from Davidson County. Just busy. Uh, here where you would expect outbound on Last Catches Ply, Veterans Parkway. Got a little bit of traffic going on there. It's just heavy on 840 coming over from Williamson County. Hey, warmer weather is waiting for you right now at Pensacola Beach. Book your next getaway. PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. It's hysteria. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and just a lot of ground to cover today of things that have happened within the last 24 hours. 24 to 48 hours and it is a travel day for men's basketball heading to FIU but we'll get to that in a moment first of all let's go to football news where Conference USA announced the conference schedule for the 2022 football season and it includes three schools who have made their intentions known to be leaving the conference at the end of June that would be uh, Southern Mississippi Marshall and Old Dominion But the conference schedule that was announced late yesterday includes all three of those schools, and all three of them are on Middle Tennessee's schedule. Well, with all of that going on, Conference USA then announced, uh, had this statement to say uh, that Conference USA intends to conduct the 22-23 athletic year with the full 14 institution membership intact. The Conference USA Board of Directors will exhaust all necessary legal actions to ensure all members meet their contractual obligations as defined by and agreed to in the Conference USA bylaws. So the bottom line is Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall want out a year early, and Conference USA is saying, no, you can't, and here's the schedule. It wouldn't be surprising if the Sun Belt released a schedule that had those three schools in it as well, but it looks like the lawyers are going to get involved hot and heavy in this one, so stay tuned. All right, more football news. We announced that Mitch Stewart was named the new offensive coordinator yesterday, and Stewart comes to Middle Tennessee from Samford. He was previously, for five years, the head coach at Murray State and has put up some uh, eye-popping numbers offensively, both at Murray and at Samford, and he will bring his uh, offensive style of play to Murfreesboro. I had a chance actually to run into him yesterday at the True Blue Give event at uh, at Slick Pig. And see, he is excited to be here. Said he already knew a lot of guys on the staff, so he's ready to go. Well, late yesterday, Coach Rick Stockstall announced the hiring of former Blue Raider running back Shane Tucker as the new wide receiver coach for the Blue Raiders. So with Tucker coming in after being uh, at Dodge City Community College uh, over the last year, there are going to be some adjustments made to the offensive staff. Stewart, the new offensive coordinator with no designated position, while Mike Polly will now serve as the one and only 
offensive line coach and run game coordinator. Brent Stockstill will move to coaching the quarterbacks and being the passing game coordinator. And Rick Mallory will handle the tight ends and H-backs. Jeff Beckles will remain as the running backs coach and newly hired Shane Tucker will take over as wide receivers coach. On the defensive side of the ball, Scott Schaefer remains defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Tommy West, the veteran on the defensive line. Kenneth Gilstrap, cornerbacks, special teams coordinator. And Dustin Royston moves into the linebacker spot and recruiting coordinator. And that is uh, filling a hole left by Sariki Diabati, uh, who left to go take a position on the staff at UConn. So a lot of things happening in football. That's just, uh, you know, you can find out all that information on GoBlueRaiders.com. But uh, we'll uh, have basketball, ladies at home against FIU on Thursday, men on the road at FIU, and you can hear both games on the Blue Raider Network. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I was pretty sure that Chip was going to go through that football uh, situation. Brent Stockwell coaching quarterbacks makes a lot of sense to me. Being that he played quarterback. As well as anybody's played in a long time here. Yes, definitely. That's for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how all that turns out. Shane Tucker uh, was really one of the super good guys, good player, uh, knowledgeable, and, and I'm excited to have him on the program, as, on, on the staff as well. I, I don't know how recruiting works anymore. Couldn't pretend to know. But I do know personalities have a lot to do with it and having some good per- personal skills. And to my knowledge, Shane Tucker should do that. And Young, energetic, understands the 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 uh, new generation much more than I would for sure. So I think that's a, a positive step. So we'll have to see how that goes. Jake said he's looked up the uh, statement from Marshall's president. I guess it is. I, I believe this is from this is from the Department of Athletics. Okay, as Chip mentioned, three schools are are, are choosing or trying to choose to leave a year early in the Conference USA and having none of it. By the way, before you read this, Jake, if conference, if, if Sunbelt Conference comes out with a schedule that has those three schools in it, I think they got some real issues. Because, Definitely. Because they, they know how this works. And if, they, if they're going to uh, not abide by some other conference's bylaws, that's, that's a problem. So I'll Frankly, I'll be surprised if Sunbelt Conference, excuse me, if, yeah, Sunbelt Conference does that. Uh, and they like everybody else. They've got to get their schedules out soon. Right. Because we need to know where our four other conference games are going to be played. And in this case, if they did happen to leave, if, if the courts say they can leave, it's going to leave three holes in the schedule for us and, and, frankly, for them. Well, yeah, to think about the flip side of it when Chip brought it up, you know, if the, if, if the Sunbelt did come out with a schedule and those three teams were on it not only are you in a bind but you're kind of in that COVID 2020 situation where mtsu had to find i think it was they had four opening game opponents before they actually kicked off against army 
in well, 2020? The, the fact that Marshall will be on two different schedules means one of them is not going to be One be of served. them won't be played. And uh, as I say, I'll be surprised if the Sunbelt Conference would, does that because I don't think they would expect that to happen the other direction. And then another thing that came to mind was if the Sunbelt doesn't come out or comes out with a schedule but those three teams aren't on it, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss all seem pretty dead set in leaving the conference this year before we play in 20, before we play in August so of this year. So you're saying the possibility was well, they just won't play a, a date there at all? I don't think they would play a date at all. I think they would – the most logical option to me would be to go independent for a year. Well, and – And I don't know what the – I don't know what all that entails – I don't know. Well, as Chip said, if you have to get cleared the, the, by the NCAA, the lawyers are, the lawyers are going to set this, straighten this thing out. And, uh, as I say, I, I don't. I, some attorney, if you're listening in, tell me where th- that I could be wrong, not reading a 14 month uh, agreement that everybody in the conference agreed to, uh, and not abiding by that could not be a problem. Re- read this statement from Marshall. Marshall University has communicated to Conference USA that it will cease participation in the conference effective June 30th, 2022. The Thundering Herd will not participate in Conference USA during the 2022-2023 season. The decision comes after consideration of the best interests of Marshall's student-athletes and its loyal fans. Marshall first advised the conference in early December 2021 of its desire to not participate in the conference after this current academic year. So that is fall 2021 through, would it be but, summer 2022 or spring well, 2022? The question is, when you say the December of the 2021 deal, 20 and 21 both have a December. It matters if it was 20 or 21. A, if they advised them but didn't put that in writing, at that time they didn't, well, There's more to read. Since then, the university continued to communicate as its continued to communicate its intentions to Conference USA, and has offered to find an amicable resolution to this matter. The conference refuses to discuss a resolution with the university, our student athletes, coaches, staff, fan base and the remaining members of Conference USA are deserving of clarity in this matter, thus the need for today's message. We are grateful to our 17 years of Conference USA membership, an era that will always be an important part of Thundering Herd history. Now it is time to turn the page to Marshall's future. This was from their athletics Twitter page on February 11th, five days ago. Well, you got to think that they would not have made the move if, if the Sunbelt Conference was not aligned with this. You know, right. You can't leave and if you don't have some place to go to, uh, I wouldn't think. So we'll have to see how, how it rolls out. I'm I'm, I'm just a, a, a gog that, that uh, it's going down that road. But uh, now this said, another schools have enough money to – battle it too long because we need middle needs the money western kentucky needs the money louisiana tech needs the money frankly old dominion needs the money more for the athletes than they do for attorneys so hopefully they'll get this thing lined up uh i, I guess i think i can answer from from my point of view there's a, probably a reason this conference usa is refusing to negotiate as i see it they're I, they're sitting in the in in the king's chair. They don't they don't have to negotiate. I mean, my guess is that's what they've said somewhere well, along the line. Look, here's the rule: we're going to go by it. That end of statement. We're not negotiating. Right. And another thing, I wonder if schools are alerted when they join a conference. If you ever wish to leave, you have to let us know. It's in the. It's you, in the you you have to let us know by you know you have to give us that fourteen month span. It's in the conference bylaws. Okay, they, so they that knew. are written and agreed to by every school in the conference, going all the way back to Louisville when Louisville's in the conference USA and whatever, whatever. Those so Marshall bylaws, and there's the same in every conference. Right. SAC's got one. Big Twelve's got one. ACC's got one. I don't know if it's fourteen months or not, but they've all got a clause in there. Well, this is what happens. 
That's why Texas and Oklahoma aren't coming to the SEC next year. Right. Even though I'm sure they, they would like to. And frankly, now they do have enough money to, to probably Buy pony out. up and, 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 and say, look, guys, we'll throw $50 million at you if you just let us out, out of jail. Uh, my, my guess is if Marshall, Old Dominion, and uh, door number three. Southern Miss. Southern Miss came at middle and, and all the conference USA schools said, here's $50 million if you let us out. Praise the Lord, we'll go <laughs> – <laughs> go on, go, go forth. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing they're not offering anywhere close to that kind of scratch. No, um, I don't believe so. But if if that's in the bylaws, and I'm sure it is, Marshall knew about the 14 month period. You said, and we were talking off air that if they said it in December of 2021, last December, this past December, 14 months from then would be March of 2023. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and that's the same the same thing that the, the, the six schools that are leaving to go to the All American Conference, right, are, are abiding by that. Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC are abiding by that. The schools leaving the uh, a American Conference to go to the Big Twelve Conference are abiding by that. Right. It strikes me the only three schools not choosing to do that, and I and I have no angst against Marshall and no. in these schools. I mean, you know, I, I get it. I mean, yes, do you need to do what's best for your school? You, I, I, you I get want out, that. but but at 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 the time, I don't think at the current time in the current position, I don't think there is well, an out. Uh, Again, the courts will get into it, and, and they'll take what appears to me to be a three-minute session by a judge and say, chapter and verse, here it is. It will turn into a two-week all-out brawl, I guess, or and we'll just have to see how that goes. Well, this, this, I hope it gets itself worked out because, as I say, everybody needs to get their schedules worked out and, and, and going. Middle, by the way, does have their four conference non-conference games in place provided they do get eight conference games uh and my guess is they will because if marshall doesn't play middle marshall's also not playing western and and other schools so my guess is they can gap it around and make it work but uh non-conference middle was supposed to have missouri come in to open the season in murfreesboro as part of a home and home agreement missouri has opted out by contract they were allowed to opt out for 800 Eight hundred thousand dollars. They have chosen to give Middle Tennessee that money rather than come to play play football in Murfreesboro. So Middle gets to sack that money away and found James Madison uh, available to play. The the, the the part of that that's not so good is James Madison is going to be at there. Yeah, so it, it'll be six home games. It'll be only five because and then Tennessee State is the non-conference game that's coming into Murfreesboro. Middle goes also to the, to the U and the University of Miami and also going to Colorado State. Uh, in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, all that in September. And then the conference schedule, Lord knows what it's going to be, will we'll, we'll take place after that. Uh, you know, here, here's, here's the last part, Jake, and then I'll take the last break. Conference USA may, if they find that they have to let them go, I, you wonder if they would say, well, all right, guys, go tomorrow. And we're just not going to play in spring sports, and that, which would – and that's bad for the student-athletes, just bad for the student-athletes. I hope it doesn't come to anything like that. Let's take a break. Come back. Let's let's get back into some positive kinds of things, hopefully. The Olympics. I don't know if that's positive or not either. I don't know. I don't know. It it depends on if you're watching or not right now. Yeah, we'll, 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 893-1450 if you'd like to call. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving fairly decent on 24 coming in from Davidson County. Just busy uh, here where you would expect outbound on Las Catches Pike, Veterans Parkway. Got a little bit of traffic going on there. It's just heavy on 840 coming over from Williamson County. Hey, warmer weather is waiting for you right now at Pensacola Beach. Book your next getaway. PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way. 
Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Fox Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at ParksAuction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Offices across the state of Tennessee, certainly in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County, where we bank at All Sports Talk. I hope you'll give them a shot at any business you may have. A smile and a friendly handshake will be awaiting you, I'm sure, plus professional service. That's First Bank. The Olympics. Uh, I am curious. I, my understanding is that viewership is down significantly from what it's been in the past years. Uh, I've watched it. I've watched it a lot. Now, uh, I say watch it. It's been in the background oftentimes when I'm doing something else. But uh, I've, I've kept up with it pretty good. Uh, but uh, I, I think there's probably some folks that uh, almost protesting the fact that it's in China. That's not that's not something that's real popular in the U.S., I'm sure. Yeah, um, I believe that some folks are in protest of the fact that it's in China. And, you know, we're I don't, I don't know if we're going to get into that conversation here on the show but i know for a fact there are some people um in protest of the chinese government and sure but that's you know that's another conversation for another day um but also i mean it's what it's a 14 hour difference yes so i think what they i mean they're of course spread out the events are spread out you know throughout the day and i think they record them during the day and then they show them at night but if you have the olympic channel through peacock which is a streaming device for those who don't know if you have that you can watch the olympics all day you can watch the events live as they happen and you don't have to wait for mike to once upon a time when we watched something at uh, in 1980 in the Olympics, it appeared to be live to us because even though it happened 12 hours before, we didn't know who won right. because we didn't have that access unless you just really dug, called somebody on the phone who knew somebody who knew somebody who as opposed to now, you know who's won if you want to find out who won the hockey game. So why am I going to watch it if I already know who won? And and I, I think that's, that, that's certainly how the Internet and, and uh, technology has changed that a good bit that – there are no, there are very few surprises anymore, unless you just run, want to run away from everything. Uh, otherwise, to find out. Yeah, and another weird thing, you know, you usually see the Olympic medal counts kind of plastered all over social media, and yeah, you know, I mean, there sure. some sometimes you won't even be looking for one of those, and it'll just kind of run into you. I just looked it up now, and this is the first time that I've seen it. Well, I think you'll find that more in the summer games. In the U.S., Winter Olympics is is not necessarily been the strongest. I mean, let's think about Finland and Switzerland and these people are ski in ski country all the all the time. But uh, but, but I think you're right. Uh, I don't know what the medal count is this time around for well, sure. Well, I think you'll find it surprising. Um, the top five are as follows. Norway with 28, which isn't surprising. Germany with 20. The U.S. is third with 19. Okay. And then fo- they're followed by China and the, Austria. Where's the Russian Olympic Committee? You, because Russia can't put a team in there. They've, they've Wait, disguised that. Sorry about that. Russia is first with 24. ROC, Russia Olympic Committee, not yes. Russia. Let's get the Russian, right. which which is another reason people are upset. If if if, Vlad, if Vladimir Putin is listening, I apologize. 
The Russian Olympic Committee is twenty is first with twenty four total medals. And, by the way, you know why Russia is not able to do that because they have engaged in drug testing kinds of misuse and so forth, which is another reason people are upset mm-hmm. because there's a young lady, fifteen years old. I I gotta say she's a puppet in in this deal. I, you know, I hate to see her penalized actually because she's doing whatever her government says she has to do. But when you've got someone who tests positive for a drug test, uh, that it's a banned substance and they're allowed to participate, it, it throws things into a loop. But yeah, Norway with 28, Russia Olympic Committee with 24, Germany with 20, and then the U.S. with 19. So the U.S. is technically fourth on the total medal count, but when it comes to gold medals, the medal count is Norway, Germany, U.S. I watched yesterday the news. Uh, Skavinia Malashki, Malashka of Middle Tennessee, very good player, uh, is from Belarus. And uh, Belarus is this, the, the grounds where the, the Russian army is sitting, waiting for the possible uh, invasion. I just wonder how a young lady like that, and then we've got uh, another young lady, Anastasia uh, Boldareva. Boldareva from Russia. What would that be like? How much do they keep up with it? How much does it worry them? How much does it worry them that they, they've got to have family and friends that are still there? Uh, I would think that would be a difficult thing to deal with. I think it would be a difficult thing to deal with if you let it be a difficult thing to deal with. Um, I think that from you know no from a limited capacity just sitting here behind the board and producing the games that I produce it doesn't seem like it's much of a factor when it comes to the play on the court but now it could and, and they, you could be right they they may be they may be here I don't know at all they right. may be here because they didn't like it there. Yeah, and, and, and we're not going to speculate and, 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 on that. Yeah, and, and, and they're here otherwise. Uh, I have no idea, but it, I think it would be difficult if, if my home country was involved in something like that. And guess what? If if the worst happens, then we're going to be involved in it too here. Uh, and that's one of those other things about being meshed together all, all over the place with things that are involved with. But um, – you ever watch curling? Never. Once every four years, I watch curling. Other I watch that. I, I don't ever think about curling, but I, I'm, I'm kind of infatuated with that game. I watched it in 2018. When I've not I've not watched any of the Olympics this year, just because of the time change and it's it it all gets too much to keep up with. But in 2018, I watched curling and you know I, I follow the men's cur- cur- the men's national curling team story about it was four dads that th- they just kind of found the sport at a at a gym or t- um, among themselves talking one day they didn't find it in Murfreesboro no definitely not <laughs> they probably had to go to uh, somewhere up north but they form this, you know, four-man team, and then they end up going to wherever the Olympics were held in 2018. I can't remember. And then I think they, I think they actually medaled. I think they won gold. I think they did. Yes. So curling, curling is a very fascinating. The one thing I know, since you say you haven't watched, the one thing I can tell you, it's on three different channels right. throughout the day and evening or whatever. Curling is almost always on. And mm-hmm. It's got to be always, almost always on for one reason, because the viewership enjoys it. There, there are a lot of nutty people like me that have no idea what curling is except for Olympic time. And then you sit and kind of watch it. It's, it's a fascinating kind of a game. Uh, it's kind of like shuffleboard on ice. Well, it's it, <laughs> all that said. Uh, uh, let, let's go back to uh, the last three or four minutes we've got here. To go back to kind of the local stuff. Uh, district tournament going on. Region tournament will follow that. Blackman girls at uh, undefeated. 
Cookville girls are also undefeated. The uh, Warren County girls are having an outstanding season as well. Coffee County is having an outstanding season. Lebanon nearby. Uh, a lot of good stories in, in that. Uh, and uh, Laverne girls finishing third in the district. That, that's something special for me. I'm glad to hear, do that. Uh, uh, pretty good little basketball team there. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not anticipating they're going to go much farther than that. But for those that have not kept up, District 7, which is Oakland, Siegel, Riverdale, and District 8, which is now Stewart's Creek, Smyrna, Laverne, Cane Ridge, and Antioch. Those two teams will play in the region with each other as opposed to finding your, on your schedule Cookville or Warren County or uh, Lawrence County. We've made Shelbyville, those kind of schools, all that's upside down. And, and so um, the, re, the region is made up of District 7, District 8, which will then get all eight AAA, uh, 4A schools, let's make mm-hmm. it down in the new classification system in place with that. Uh, Middle Tennessee basketball this weekend at Florida International with the Middle Tennessee Lady Raiders on Saturday. As the men uh, try to keep their streak alive, they are 7-8-3 eight and three in the league. 8-3 and three with seven games left to go. Uh, four on the road, three at home. If you're not aware, by the way, that the, the other makeup game is – Monday night, yes. The 21st, the 21st with UTEP. The 21st, Monday night. So if you're not aware of that, put that on your calendar that that would be the case. And then followed by Marshall and Western Kentucky coming in. And uh, I'm hopeful. And I think Middle will be in a position uh, when we play Western to still be in the in, in, in the dogfight, in the lead, hopefully, for the conference championship where that game should mean a lot. And if one team still gets the attention of people in Murfreesboro, it's Western Kentucky. It should be a good one. And, and, by the way, the Lady Raiders, when they go to Bowling Green, will have uh, no no love lost there either. No, and I don't think uh, Rick Ensel will have any love lost because I know for a fact that they do not stay in Bowling Green. Correct, yeah. The only time they stayed was last year when they did pod play on Friday, Saturday nights or Saturday and Sunday nights. And that was the one time that Rick Ensel has ever stayed in – Bowling Green. Softball has already opened in Middle Tennessee. Baseball opens this weekend. Uh, I'm a baseball guy. That's what I played in high school. I've enjoyed watching Major League Baseball all my life. The one thing I'm not going to do is go watch a baseball game in the cold weather. <laughs> you know, the game ambles along, and that's, that's to me, one of the really nice things about it. But it don't amble quick enough in cold weather. Well, I think you get to avoid that this year as Jim Toman has – uh, the first, like, 14 out of 15 or however, nay, nay. however many games my, are. My daughter was born on April the 22nd in 1976. And I can tell you for a fact, because I was playing softball at the time, I can tell you for a fact it was cold that weekend, really cold. Too cold to be playing softball, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, you get you interspersed. You get some good days, you get some bad days. Look, today not a bad day to play today baseball. Today was not a bad tomorrow's day to play baseball. Tomorrow's going to rain, but uh, – Temperature-wise, wouldn't be. So we'll get some of that. Some of the days will be outstanding. Blue skies and 65 degrees. But you're still going to have some nights when you're going to be out there at 42 degrees and at 9.30 at night. And, uh, oh. And that's when you just turn up Dick Palmer. That's when uh, <laughs> That's when I look down that coach's box and I think, how do these guys do this? All right, Jake, I appreciate your help today. Uh, that's going to wrap things up for All Sports Talk. Remind you that uh, District Tournament Action, Middleton Tennessee Basketball action will be here on WGNS Radio. Monty back tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.